Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You're at ACO Radio, American Communications Online, or any affiliated stations or websites are not responsible for what guests, hosts, or call-ins may say. All programming is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. Hello, world. Welcome aboard, all you ground troops spinning around smartly on the planet that I personally am sitting on today on the 4th of July, Independence Day, the United States of America annual celebration because of the year 1776. And we're going to talk about us and what we're co-creating in America today in cyberspace culture. So I'll put today's show under culture. So welcome aboard all you veterans out there and civilians out there working to commemorate the passage of Independence Day with us. And, uh, you know, the 4th of July is pretty important, Americans. And it's a federal holiday since 1941. And I've asked one of our main association co-founders to show up. And we're going to start a completely new Made in USA July 4th weekend and promote our American artists, visual and performing artists, our musicians, and our storytellers, our authors, everybody that likes to co-create and how we're moving into the fifth dimension from the third dimension and just celebrate families. That's what today, selling the heart of our American spirit and the culture that we're creating together. now. I'm all about surprises and the real meanings of history. I am a historian, and I've invited Michael Lee Woods of Tennessee. He is an artist of Tennessee, for all of those of you that live in Tennessee. He's also a fellow veteran, and uh, we have been doing social media together for close to eight years now, and he has helped me in many ways, promoting ACO Associates or those out there with our clubs. Uh, we have Alien Contact Organization, American Communications Online, Ace Folk Life, Historical Society, Ascension Center Organization out of Hawaii. We have the ACO. We have TJ Morris. We have ACO Press Club, ACO Cyberspace Culture Club, and Ace Metaphysical Institute. And we go by associates, ACO associates and UFO associates with UFO association and UAP. So we have ACO associates, UFO associates, and UAP associates. And uh, so we're ACE Metaphysical Institute metaphysicians. So we're going to talk about all of that. But let me get Michael Lee Woods on here and let him talk for a while. Michael Lee Woods. Stand by, you're turning. Now you're on. Can you hear me? And can let me yeah. see if I can hear you. 
Well, go ahead yeah, and introduce yourself. All right. Okay. Well, uh, let's see what I can say. You you pretty much said you pretty much you pretty much introduced me. I mean, there's not much left to say about me. I think you pretty much covered all of it. Well, so, you want to tell him you're calling from Tennessee. Is it Camden, Arkansas, or Camden, Tennessee? Tennessee. Or is that it is Camden though? Can you spell yeah. it for us? Tell us where yeah, you're located. Like Camden, New Jersey. C-A-M-D-E-N, just like New Jersey. Now, what is a big city? Uh, have you seen any celebrations in Camden? Have you been out driving or seeing flags or in the last few days? No, I've, been, I've, been, I've, been, I've, been, I've actually I've actually been staying in. We're under a heat advisory anyway, and I'm I've pretty much been staying in except to go out and feed the cats. So. Well, okay, so uh, you're in a small town, but, well, tell us a big, uh, how does Camden normally, or when you were growing up, let's do a little history for people in America. We know it's Independence Day, and we've got to get into the celebration and the history of what all this means, and you can read it, but in the meantime, uh, go ahead and pull up what you want to talk about on Independence Day today, because most people know they're supposed to go cook or have parades, and they see the American flag, we celebrate the flag, and we celebrate veterans, and we cook together. My family all, uh, usually we have a big cookout here at my house, but my daughter died a few years back. Now everybody's split up. The, a lot of my family went to Birmingham, Alabama, where I went to university and had my kids. And some of my kids, are, you know, are in Arkansas and having a cookout over there. My sister and my brother went out on a cruise. And uh, normally I had everybody here, but now that I'm the grandma, they they all split and left me out for three generations. So I'm here sitting alone. And uh, I guess you don't have any family close by, do you? Tell me about you. What's going on with you today? Well, the clo- I've got an aunt that lives about three miles up the road, and I suppose I could have gone and visited her, but I kind of half expect she's gone to see her son. He lives... Uh, Alabama or Arkansas, I can't remember which way. He lives in one of the A states. It's a little further south than me. But I'm at, she usually go. She, he usually comes up and gets her for the holidays. So uh, uh, that's my closest relative on my dad's side. And I have a, a couple of uncles that also live in town here. They're just a few miles away. But y'all didn't my, get together and have no family reunion or nothing today, which a lot of people do. Know, yeah, we used to, but we're did well now. My daughter and my uh, son-in-law, now they all got together at a barbecue, and it smelled so good out in the back of their house. But they had me go over there and pick me up a ribeye and broccoli and salad and all that, and I just ate. So, uh, but you know, Grandma had to go. Normally, they'd come bring it to me, but today everybody's partying, you know, drinking maybe a little bit. But I don't know if they are or not. But I just told them I'd go get it. So. You know, but at least I got a good meal today, and so it's about being with family and meals. But mainly, why don't I turn that phone off and I can hear it again? Why don't you uh, let me try to turn that phone off again? What? Tell us what it's supposed to be. We're supposed to be celebrating 1776, right? And about right. Independence Day. So why don't you read us what is it? The why it's a federal holiday and and what is all this about? Because it's all the banks are closed because it's a, aren't the banks closed, Michael? I don't even know, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. 
And most yep, banks, most cities office. Oh, the post office too. Well, what big city? Are you closer to Memphis or Nashville or I don't I'm, even know what all. I'm slightly, I'm slightly closer to Nashville to Nashville than Memphis, but about 50 miles closer to Nashville. All so right. I'm about 100 so, miles from Nashville and about 150 from Memphis, so somewhere in between, Fair Midland. Yeah. <laughs> What's the closest military base to you? Uh, Fort Campbell. Now, I used to go to Fort Campbell all the time. Matter of fact, that's where I got my wedding ring when I was married. Bless his soul, he's passed on. And I understand your ex, or your, we're both widowers, folks. And uh, today is actually Michael Woods, 31st. They had she lived, his wife, God bless her soul, Brenda, my sister's name, which is a coincidence. But 31 years and a veteran for the Navy Marine Corps. And y'all met there in Camden, but let's just, you know, that was your family. And you're starting all over again today with me co-founding a club that we can vet and have people trade and do Made in the USA products that we're going to do and make. But uh, you want to add anything on that? It's sort of a special day, but you you and I just, we're both loners now. And we didn't have no family that really wanted us to hang around with, so. And we didn't initiate it, so I guess our family's going to be this club. Maybe there's a lot of lonely hearts out there. What do you think? I don't know. What are we going to do today? Could be. Could be. Could be, be, y'all lonely hearts. Well, tell us what today's – what are we celebrating today? We're going to celebrate it with all you people out there that are lonely hearts or alone or, you know, may want to just know us in cyberspace culture. We'll just create our own community here. Let's go for it. So in, we're going to begin today, July 4th, with Michael Woods. Michael, tell us what today's supposed to be about anyway. All right. I, I've, I've been doing some homework on this, and this, this is a, uh, uh, it was on this day in 1776 that the Second Continental Congress adopted the Declaration of Independence. Uh, and... That's really what we're what we're what we're celebrating the fact that uh these bold men decided it was time uh to break away from uh break away from England and uh become independent and that is what we're here to celebrate first and foremost but while I was looking around I did manage to find a few other interesting little firsts that happened on this day uh, well, historically, I'd like to hear. I, I'm a historian. I like to hear. I like to know why we do things and what the history is behind it. So, anything you've got today's the day to talk about July Fourth. So, and it'd be fun to talk about Made in USA and you know being American made and proud to be an American and all that. So, what you got? All right. It was in 1781 that Massachusetts declared uh, this day a holiday which we've already discussed that. But in and you were talking about made in America products. Here's a, here's a big one. Uh in 1817 production on the Erie Canal began. So that Today? was a big a big that was a big American project right there. Uh Well, let's talk about Congress. Who made it a federal holiday? I mean, um, why, who got together and decided we're supposed to celebrate today? 
I will look into that and see. It seems like I ought to know, but um, my brain is like a sieve. I've had a lot of stuff come in and disappear. Yeah, well, I don't know. So, you know, folks, the Senate and the Congress, we know there's uh, three. I know this from going to school in America. We have the judicial, the legislative, and the executive, our executive, judicial, legislative, if you go EJL. Uh, the Supreme Court is the uh, judicial, right, legislative, I guess, is the House and the Senate, and the executive is the President of the United States. What do you think? Am I close there, Michael? Because you're a historian, too, a philosopher and a pastor and artist and writer and screenwriter. I was was looking something up, and I I wasn't paying as much attention as I should have, but, yeah, uh, the Constitution, it... uh, Divides the government into three branches, the legislative, executive, and judicial, which is Congress, the president, and the Supreme Court. So, Get yeah, it. I think you I were right. right. I didn't okay. even look that up. I can't because I'm running the board, but you go ahead. You look up in part, 18, it was in 1870 that Congress established Independence Day as a holiday, and in 1938, Congress reaffirmed it as a paid holiday for federal employees, according to PBS.org. PBS, which is Public Broadcast System, right? Yeah. Good. I like them. All right. Well, we'll go with that source, Public Broadcast System, PBS, folks. And we are ACO, American communications online and we're also doing open source public broadcast system here as american communications online so i hope you'll enjoy what we're doing on radio we've been here 10 years the pbs television broadcasting but we say aco broadcast media news publishing platform Okay, we just word the words a little differently. And we're all about exploring the visual and performing arts and culture and antique road shows and uh, people, places, things, you know. We specialize in American and made in the USA and uh, all kind of metaphysical stuff. We have special in spirituality, metaphysics, and... uh, what else? Oh, artwork. Yeah, American artists if and art, American art, authors, authors and artists and musicians, so video makers, live streaming. And mainly today, cyberspace community, we're building cyberspace culture today under culture and how we're going forward with videos, audio and video and live streaming now and how things have changed. So today things change, Cosmos, Oracles cyberspace culture what else you got is there anything else you want to talk about about the appendix yeah, before we move on to other tables go ahead there's quite a few things uh happened on this day that are uh i, I think are interesting uh well, go ahead now, I'm, not, I'm not familiar with walt whitman's work which i'm ashamed to say but it was in 1855 on this day that he published leaves of grass and in 1876, on this day, Susan B. Anthony addresses conference on, uh, Congress on suffrage. So uh, women's right to vote came up as early as 1876, which sadly it was the uh, uh, 
amendment wasn't passed, I think, until 1920, if I remember right. Uh, I'd have to check into that, but uh, I think that was passed in 1820. Uh, let's see, here it is, U.S. Constitution. You look that up. Uh, amendments. Uh, judicial limits, slavery abolished. Uh, women's suffrage, 29th Amendment, or the 19th Amendment, I'm sorry. Proposed June 4th, 1919, and ratified uh, August 18th, 1920. So uh, that's from my U.S. Constitution app on my phone. Uh, so I'll let you go with women's right to vote. I'll let you talk that. That's, that's probably more in your line than mine. Are you still with me? Yeah. Oh, you want me to oh, talk okay. about women? Uh, well, we have a women's group. We do, and we, we're more of a goddess. I invited one of our goddess ladies that she works for DOD. I don't know if she'd want me saying that or not, but she runs the women. I try to get all the women to work together, but we have women's groups and how we all, most of us are caregivers or nurses. My sister's a nurse and a lot of people the women, but, uh, Women's right to vote. Now, I have to admit, I've watched a lot of those videos. And, uh, you know, today, do we, I mean, uh, celebrating on today's women's rights, is that what you're saying? I'm or you want me to discuss this, the timeline? It was, it, was, it, was on, it was on this day in 1876 that uh, Susan, Susan B. Anthony first addressed Congress about uh, women's rights to vote. Ain't I a woman? I know it was 1850. Well, uh, the ratification of the 14th Amendment was 1867. So that was the big year and uh, for women's white, but fight for women's rights, the 19th Amendment. Look that up. Let's look up. Uh, yeah, I the just 19th. looked that up. That was, oh, you did? That was ratified in uh, 1920 on August 18th. All and right. So first... Yeah, that was Seneca Falls, New York. So what's it say about that? Because uh, women had to fight really hard because they didn't even get the right to vote. What about black people? Did they get to vote back then? Uh, I'm not sure on the history of that. I think in some places they could, but as far as becoming a federal law, let me let me look and see when that was. Uh, yeah, because that was uh, they were arrested in 1872. Susan B. Anthony, you're talking about, but uh, there was a dozen other women arrested in Rochester, New York, for uh, illegally voting in the presidential election. Successfully fought the charges and. They got fined a hundred dollars. They never did pay it. But in California, they had a big deal over women. So it, you know, state by state, oh, we could go. Black okay, suffrage that was, organizations. That would that, that would have been the Fifteenth Amendment, and that was ratified on third of February in eighteen seventy. Uh, that the rights of citizens of the United States to vote shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or by any state on account of race, color, or previous condition of servitude. Congress shall have the power to enforce this article by appropriate legislation. Now, 
in addition to that, uh, of course, there were there were places, and I hate to say it, it was here in the South that uh, the states uh, put poll taxes on the vote. So when uh, you went to vote, you would have to pay a poll tax. And this, you know, I, again, I hate to say it about the South, but that was an effort to keep the uh, African Americans that had previously previously been slaves. That was as done to keep them from voting. And unfortunately, that was not uh, poll taxes weren't uh, banned legally, but according to the Constitution, until 1964. Uh, but I, I, you know, I don't really know the history on poll taxes, or I'm sure that some states dropped them throughout. You know, as time went on, but as of January 23rd, 1964, it's illegal according to federal law now to impose a poll tax on people. Well, women fought for it, and Susan B. Anthony is probably best known. Now, uh, the House uh, passed the 19th Amendment, like you said. It's called the Susan B. Anthony Amendment, uh, you know, in favor of her. But now the Senate followed on June 4th uh, for it to be ratified by the state. So there's the federal level and the state level. And we should probably talk about the difference because we recently had Roe versus Wade drop from federal back down to the states. And things are going backwards, one might say, for women, but. You know, I believe everybody should have a right to their body, whether they want to get a man have, you know, something tied off called a vasectomy or a woman if for her health, if she has to have health reasons, I'm, you know, but I am about, you know, loving life and babies. I, you know, I had four of my own and I, I could have chose to have abortion, but I didn't. But, you know, not to speak ill about anybody, I think it should be a personal choice, but, you know, uh, I don't want anybody, the government or anybody, tell me what to do. But we listen to our doctors. So, but women in voting in July Fourth, fighting for that chance to win, it seems like we're going to go back and fight for the chance to talk about women's bodies. Talk about old men, though. Talk about well, should they get a vasectomy so they can't have babies too? <laughs> so, who's Who's controlling who here? Is it, you know, but that's a man and a woman's story. Don't know that we want to get into that fight right now, but, you know, we'll choose our fights. But we know today's about celebrating July 4th, so I guess we better go there and talk about the history of uh, July 4th. Now, what about movies? Let's skip over to something a little lighter. Independence Day, we can move over into movies and why the uh, UFO Association celebrate we had aco association which is more uh aco allied command organization for the veterans and the real reason independence and women and black suffrages and various organizations but you know we're going to have to represent several organizations or our associations because they just are open source social media groups that we've filed over the years oh don't worry but oh, I've got I've, I've got more stuff that'll apply to them as we move on as I move down my list and get a little closer to today's date. 
Okay. Well, what else? You want to keep going? Because we've got a lot to discuss for today, but we're making our new organization. But we're going to try to, uh, what do they call that? Amalgamate our several associations to save money, folks. But I've got a platform for American Communications Online as the major holding company. And then under that, we're going to put, you know, all these other for 10 years what I've been talking about on the radio and all you folks out there in free social media land posting your videos and you know Facebook mainly Instagram uh, Snapchat Pinterest LinkedIn you know Google uh, WordPress all those places that we post free out there in cyberspace and a cyberspace culture that we're growing here. Uh, so ACO Association is going to be about all of that. And uh, we're going to club actually now for those that want to join me and Michael. Yeah. And I found out today he would go by Mike. Like, I don't know if you take the mic, Mike. <laughs> Microphone. But Mike is short for microphone. Can it be short for Michael too? <laughs> no, of course. Mike, Mike. That's what. All right. That's what. That's what most people call me anyway, unless I'm for in real? trouble. Uh oh. Michael. Oh, I've got. I got to put an S on your name in this here. <laughs> now, folks, we can talk in colloquialisms and the way you speak. You know, we have people talking about what's going on in, in the inter, Internet and AI, and we had a big conversation two weeks in a row, one with Janet one with Michael about AI and will an Internet achieve a sentience, which is Bill M. Tracer's book. And so we are authors, and we'd like to talk and talk about our books and our artwork, of course, because that's what we're doing here with uh, showing up on – this day, but we're baby boomers and we're older people, and we enjoy talking together. But it's today, July fourth. Well, let's just exhaust whatever you've got about helping people understand all the reasons that we have July fourth. But federal and state level, go ahead. However, you want to dissect it. All right. You were talking about the different things that we cover, and we. Uh, of course, Walt Whitman Publishing would fall under the writing category, and these next two would follow under the arts category as well. In 1884, France presents uh, the Statue of Liberty to America. And in 1895, America the Beautiful is published and later set to music. So uh, there are two ties into the art arts that uh, occurred on this day in history. So... Uh, and as uh, American folklife does deal with the arts, uh, there's another tie-in. And don't don't worry, as we get further down, I will get into we can get into conspiracy theories, alien life, and all kinds of other stuff as I move down through this list of things. Well, you keep going because I'm gonna let you have it for a minute. I've got to do something real quick. So you just talk away on educating about the history of July 4th and what all relates to any of the topics to get out of the way before we go into real in-depth what we're doing in our association. But 
Give us some more history about America. You know, because the AI and what news, you know what I'm saying, news of today, do some pop culture and, you know, things that uh, you can even look up what's happening on July 4th, 2022. Is there a parade in New York or is it too hot? Or look up and see what's really going on in America and just hit on some highlights for me for a minute. I'm going to step away for just a minute. You got the floor. All right, we'll see what's going on in America, but you can talk about the history some more, too. I'll be uh, right back. All right, so I am looking up to see what's happening in the U.S. on this day on the 4th of July. That'll work. All right, we have, that's June 17th. That's got nothing to do with today. I said July the 4th. All right, so uh, I'm going to be rambling here while I try to find uh, find out what's going on in America today. Uh, all right, cooperate with me here. Uh, all right, now let's see if I can find something. I want to see the web results, of course. Uh, well... Of course, there's going to be fireworks. That's going to be all over the country, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure I, if I open my door here in a couple of hours, I'm sure I'll hear my neighbors because uh, they start they started early and they'll they'll run it for uh, several hours before they uh, quit. But well, thank goodness they off. quit at a decent hour. Say what? We're talking firecrackers, firecrackers, and a lot of fireworks. Well, yeah, that's, we know that's going to be the big thing. But you know, honestly, I, I am having trouble. I, I, I guess I'll just I'll just see what's going on near me. I think it's it's not going to let me let me find out. Uh, all right, I don't know why it won't give me anything other than celebrating Independence Day. We know that, but uh, I guess what I want to know is how whoops, is how the U.S. is celebrating Independence Day today. How is the the U.S. celebrating the 4th of the 4th of July? Uh, okay, yeah. Okay, now, there are several event, events to enjoy, such as fairs, carnivals, concerts, games, picnics, political speeches, other ceremonies, but uh, I can't find any uh, specific uh, things. I mean, these are things we already know will be uh, going on, but I can't find any specific. Let's see if I can find something a little closer to home. Well, I want to know, surely, well, like I grew up in Monroe, Louisiana, but I remember they had horses and flags. Seems like they had a parade. You know, do they not have parades in small, surely out in Oklahoma and Texas and, you know, uh, state July 4th. Look at July 4th parades. Uh, I, I will. I'm down rabbit hole right now, but... Uh... All right. Well, we'll use the Google. Close to home, we've got the Firefighters Freedom Festival put on by Madison County, which is 
about uh, 40 miles south of here. And that's at McKellar Sites Regional Air- Airport. Uh, and this is the ninth year for that event. Uh, uh, fireworks, of course. Uh, food. And there's a fest. Oh, here's this one closer to home. Festival of the Lakes. I don't know what that is, but let's see what I can find out. Food vendors. Thirty-minute fireworks show. Uh, sorry. Oh, here's a. Miss Festival of the Lake Beauty Pageant going on there at that one. And there's everything else is pretty much fireworks displays. Around here, I, where I'm at, I'm sure there are parades in some places. Around here, there's not generally, at least where I live, we have, our, we have parades at Christmas and homecoming because, you know, football is a religion in the South. So when it's homecoming, we have a parade. And that's really the extent of our parades here is Christmas and uh, homecoming. But I'm sure well, across the country. What about, is there any cities in America that are having downtown festivals like Pensacola, where I live? Look up Pensacola events. Tell me where I should okay. go tonight. Okay. All right, Pensacola, 4th of July. Let's see, with these events, this is on visit Pensacola. Uh, all right, it's just, okay, here we go. Oh, what can I find? Uh, fireworks, of course. Uh, fireworks at the beach. That's at the Pensacola Beach Boardwalk. And that's, what the heck did it just click? What the heck did it just send me over to? It doesn't send me over to something else. Uh, I don't even know. Uh, okay, I gotta, I gotta go back and get back to where I was at a minute ago. Here we go. No, it's, oh, that's a separate event. That's on the same page. Okay. Uh, Sir, uh, Sir Tomo Fourth of July second uh, celebration, and that's in downtown uh, Pensacola on Bayfront Parkway. Uh, they're really not giving me. I guess I. Oh well, I guess if I click more. They'd give me some more details on that one. I want to know what's going on in Mobile too. That's only like sixty miles away. Mobile, uh, Alabama. Let's see what. Okay, let's check out Mobile. Oh, whoops. O-B-U-L-A. Okay, Mobile, Alabama, 4th of July events. All right, come on, city of mobile.org. Get ready for an Independence Day extravaganza. Where? At Cooperstown, Cooper Riverside Park and Mardi Gras Park. From 4 till 9.30 p.m. Fireworks will begin at 9 p.m. sharp. Okay, let's see. It starts off in the Mardi Gras Park in our kids' zone, complete with a live DJ, inflatable bounce houses, games, activities, vendors, and more. Then continues the fun with live music, family fun, and fireworks at the Cooper Riverside Park. Uh, music by Leroy Thomas and the Zydeco Road. Zydeco Roadrunners, uh, and then close it out from 6 to 9 with music by New Orleans Karma. 
And then the fireworks show beginning precisely at 9 o'clock. And that is what's going on in Mobile, Alabama today. Sounds like a place to be right now from what I've seen. Or read. Yeah, that's where my uh, grandkids live, and they got little kids, five, seven, I think, right around there. So they'll probably be out doing that kind of stuff. That's my daughter's daughter's daughter. <laughs> I'm 70, folks, so uh, way down there in Mobile, Alabama. But, yeah, uh, most of my family lives in the south, in Texas, Alabama, Louisiana, and here in Florida. And uh, this is usually where we come to retire. I'm over in the panhandle of Florida. So it's a different time zone. Everybody thinks I'm on Eastern, and I'm actually on Central. I'm right uh, on that little strip right below Alabama and uh, next to Louisiana. And then there's Texas, right? So if I'm down here on the Gulf. And I'm surrounded by water on three sides, a beautiful white sand here and Gulf Breeze. It's the best kept secret in the world. It is the Mecca. The Gulf, uh, it's the UFOs that put us on the map. People didn't even know what Gulf Breeze or never talked about it until uh, our kind of people, mine and Michael's, because uh, we were interested in UFOs, started talking about Gulf Breeze and uh, – not just the 4th of July, but uh, people do have sightings. Now, one was very famous, and there's pros and cons on that. I tend to go with uh, what's been written up and what Dr. Bruce McAbee reported on, on the Gulf Breeze sighting. But some of the people here, locals, decided to get a hate on because I think the man that had one most famous, the one that looks like a UFO that looks like a birthday cake. Now I've seen them here myself, and I've been visited here, so I'm I'm a believer because of firsthand experiences here in Gulf Breeze. So as far as Gulf uh, Breeze, about, I'm still calling it Mecca. Go ahead. You talking about Ed Walters? Well, I think he had. You want? That was uh, November 1987 that Ed Walters, uh, matter of fact, it would have been my brother's birthday, November 11th, uh, 1987, that Ed Walters had his sighting and managed to take five photos. Yeah, but the people here say they debunked it. Yeah, he even changed his too. name. I've heard, I've heard but, that too, but when we're talking about Gulf Breeze, I mean, that's, that's, I think that event there in 1987 was what put that on the map, I mean. Mm-hmm. I do, too. I had no idea I'd be living down here seeing them myself, but, you know, I'm around a lot of military bases, folks, around by about five to eight, so we have a lot in the air, and then we had, for a while, I used to have a blimp here when I moved here. I hadn't seen the blimp a long time. Used to have lights on it, but I hadn't seen. After, I don't know what happened to it, or if it, it was uh, only temporary or what. But I hadn't seen that in years. But back when I moved here in 2016, so I've been here about seven. Yeah, 22, about seven years now. And then let's see, 2016, four six, now six years, I guess. But I was living up in Kentucky for 20 years, 
and before that, all over. I've lived in Texas and Louisiana and Rochester, New York, and Chicago, Great Lakes, and over to L.A., and I had offices in L.A. and Dallas and New York. But I loved Hawaii. I went out to Hawaii for years, and that was beautiful. I remember celebrating much other uh, Fourth of July that much in Hawaii. See what's going on in Hawaii today. All right, let me dig back in here and I'll see what's going on. Yeah, now I hadn't heard from Janet. She could have come on today's show. I know she's not doing nothing today, but she's been having a lot go on with her business with all the bungalows over at our Ascension Center. Nonprofit. And so she has a lot of people that live there. But uh, she likes to talk about UFOs. Well, let's and, see uh, what I found. What I found on Spectrum's local news here, uh, Spectrum local SpectrumLocalNews dot com. They say that. Uh, okay, uh, I don't want the app. Go away. Don't bother me. Uh, Hawaii may be the youngest of fifty states, but with a slate of fireworks shows, parades, concerts, and more. There's no doubt the Aloha State knows how to celebrate Independence Day. So uh, at the Ala Moana Center, uh, there's a 4th of July concert center. This is in Oahu. Uh, uh, performances from award-winning musicians, uh, Keiki Hula, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, and more. Uh, let's see the Halawa Beach Park. Again, I apologize if I am uh, getting this name wrong. Be packed with fun for the family. Classic cars, trucks, motorcycles, food vendors, bounce houses, face painting, food eating contests, robotics competition, and live entertainment from Liquid Amber. Hey, hoorah, the Marine Corps Concert Band and the Marine Corps Rock and Roll Band. A big hoorah to that. And the fire yeah. festivities conclude with a fireworks show at 8 p.m. And then, of course, oh, Pearl right. Harbor Bay. Uh, Pearl Harbor Bay, starting at 3 p.m. Families can visit a petting zoo, partake, it, partake in uh, K-E-I-K-I, however that's pronounced, games, and munch on tasty foods from local food trucks, including Kona Ice and K-H-A-U, K-E-H-A-U Kitchen. Automobile enthusiasts can check out the car show. So it looks like there's there's quite a few things going on in Hawaii. Look up my old hometown, Beaver Dam or Hartford, Kentucky. All right. That's close to Owensboro where Johnny Depp was from. But he lived down here in Florida too. Uh Hartford, Kentucky, Fourth of July fireworks. Let's see what else is going on going on there. What uh Americantowns dot com. Uh uh, let's see. Well, not really helping me out a whole lot. Uh okay, and Owensboro, there's the central Central PA, what's that got to do with Owensboro, Kentucky? Fourth of July Festival. Uh, uh, well, here's an all-American Fourth of July at Owensboro. Let's see what. Oh, they're gonna. Oh, here we go. Yeah, that 
that was the big town. That's where my husband died in the hospital there. That's where I died, too. Uh, live, <laughs> music, live music provided by Zoe Cephas, Z-O Cephas, not Bo Cephas in Hank, as in Hank Jr., but Zoe Cephas and Funk Nasty at 5 p.m. and the downtown band at 7 p.m. At 9.15, a 15-minute fireworks show will be launched from the barges on the Ohio River. And three additional locations around the city will also be launched simultaneously with the Riverfront Show. These locations include Center Court, Shifley Park, Owensboro Sports Center, Moreland Park, and the Owensboro Warehouse Leasing, former GE plant. Spectators can tune in to 92.5 FM WBKR to listen to the soundtrack to which the fireworks have been choreographed. And for the safety of the public and the pyrotechnic professionals, the secure fireworks launched throughout the seas will not be open to the public. Yeah, I've had our events um, many times. I work with WBKR. I've been there in the morning when people were going to work, you know. Had to go show up at the radio show and do live shows. <laughs> I can't believe you you talked about WBKR. That's amazing. <laughs> Part of my life. Well, anything else? Uh, Any other city you'd like like to know about? Uh, look up Denver. I used to. I'd lived in Denver for a while, but I don't. I didn't ever. It was always the winter. I was always skiing. Uh, Denver, Colorado, Aurora, Colorado, Colorado Springs, but uh, Whoops. What the heck? Why you can't find the page? You just had it. There we go. All right, let's see. A few things going up. Quite a few things going on, it seems like. Uh, Independence Day 5K. Uh, Ty Seagal, uh, that's the Mission Ballroom. Deadbeat's Backyard Jamboree, Zed's Dead and Friends from 3 to 5 at the Civic Central Park. Hey, Motley Crue, all right. That's at Coors Field. Uh, and then there's a 5 and 10K Freedom Run. Oh, that's at the Louisville Recreation and something. I'll have to look it up. Louisville, oh that's in oh that's in Louisville, Colorado. Okay, that's the Louisville Recreation and Senior Center. Uh, why do you keep doing it to me? There we go. Oh, they're having a internet. Uh, I'm having an internet day. Oh, what? Well, I'm looking. I'm looking now at City of Albuquerque, and they have. Uh, art and culture, a very nice page for the city of Albuquerque that shows Freedom Fourth on their website. Looks very nice. And uh, looks like they're going to have some musicians. They've got an entertainment schedule. The 4th of July ceremony is tonight, folks. If you're in Albuquerque, starts. they have entertainment from 4 on till 9 when the fireworks start. But the 4th of July ceremony begins at 7.30. Now, they're Shenandoah, wow. Their band is showing up, uh, fueled by Marty Rayburn's distinctive vocal bands. And they've done uh, such things as Two Dozen Roses, Church on Cumberland Road, Next to You, Next to Me, as well as 
to be loved like that. Mm, I want to be loved like that. Grammy winning somewhere in the vicinity of art with Allison Krauss. I love her. Now, the boys from Muscle Shoals have left a potent agency in country music with more than 300 million streams. Good land. Uh, over 8 million combined albums. They have been busy, have they not? Today's legacy continues as Shenandoah embarks on their 36th anniversary tour. So Albuquerque got lucky. Got I used to sing in Muscle Shoals, and that's the Shenandoah, folks. How about that? So if you're lucky enough to be at the Balloon Fiesta Park today, 3 to 10, on Monday in the city of Albuquerque, and then go see... Uh, Shenandoah. Wow. So what else you got there? I just happened well, to look I'm, that one up. I decided I would see what's going on in Nashville. Of course, needless to say, a lot of music going on in Nashville. Uh, this one event is uh, for the Let Freedom Sing Music City Fourth, and this is on visitmusiccity.com. And looks like the festivities are well underway since they started at 12 o'clock. They got several bands that's playing. Uh, at the current time, well, it looks like, uh, well, let's see, what's the time here? Uh, well, I ain't missed that one, too. All right, we got Cassidy Pope on right now. And then at 640, we'll have a, we'll have a set change to Gramps Morgan. And then at 805, Old Dominion. And then at 9:10 the Nashville Symphony will, uh, well at 9 uh, well at 9:20 the Nashville Symphony will be playing. And then at from 9:29 to 10:01 the Nashville Symphony with fireworks. So I have a sneaking suspicion I may know what piece of music will be playing for that but I could be surprised. So I have a couple of theories on what piece of music they could be playing. They could be playing any patriotic piece of music. Or they could be playing the 1812 Overture. So <laughs> let's see. I'll see I'll, let me see what's going on in Memphis as long as I'm looking. I'll see what's going on in Memphis. Maybe I'll find something good going on on Beale Street. Oh, you know Memphis, huh? Uh, not really, but I mean, I, I've got I got a couple of friends that live in the area. So uh, let's see. All around, it's from MemphisTravel.com. Let's see. All right, bring your kid. Okay, um, click here to find updated information. Oh, that's what I want then. All right, fireworks, parades, and celebrations. All right. Uh, Millington Sports Complex. Got a fireworks show at sundown. Uh, Millington, now there's a base there, too. I didn't think about that when we were talking about military bases, but I think... uh, Oh, shoot, whichever one I mentioned is closer than uh, Millington. But Here's another fireworks. Uh, uh, fireworks, fireworks. Well, where's the parade that they were talking about? I am not, oh, here's one at Graceland. Let's see what's going on. Fourth of July for all, fun for all ages, featuring Elvis, rock and roll, barbecue, movies, concerts, Sunday gospel brunch, and hidden Graceland tours, and, of course, fireworks. Wow, I'd like to be there. Let's talk about Austin Butler and what a great job he's doing playing uh, Elvis. 
And that's at the cinema right now, folks. It's Oscar-nominated. It's really good with Tom Hanks playing an Oscar-winning role, I guess, for Tom Parker. You know, Colonel Tom Parker, that wasn't even his name, but that's what he used. Talk about promoting stuff in America and making money. But, you know, Elvis apparently was uh, – uh, he just it, – it, I've got to see it because – you know, I was living back then, and I do remember he was a big deal because I went to Louisiana Hayride, but I was holding hands with my aunt and uncle looking up. And I was just a little tight when I got to see him, and I, I saw these girls and everybody there. You know, he was on the stage, and it was still light. It was fairgrounds in Shreveport, and we had to leave because we had to get on back, So, and I wasn't in charge. I was just a little kid, so... You know, he was born in Tupelo, Mississippi, and uh, he died. He was he was born. I don't know when was he born. Look up when he was Tupelo. But that what you're talking about right there, they're celebrating big, right? But you know they're gonna uh, love that movie because people oh. love Elvis to this day in Memphis. And Tupelo's mm-hmm. outside of Memphis, right? But. I know he died in 1977, but you got to drive a couple of hours from where his birthplace is to Memphis. But Graceland is right there in Memphis. So they do, or do they, wait, where's Graceland? Is that, surely it's in Memphis. It's in Memphis on Elvis Presley Boulevard. All right. I hadn't been there, folks. Every time I was going to Memphis, I wanted to. I've been there lots. Well, I've never been to Graceland, but I've been by it. I drove by it one time looking for a comic book shop. Me and a bunch of my friends from college decided we were going to Memphis and comic book shop, and uh, we ended up going past Graceland. I had to argue with them up and down that it was Graceland. I mean, to me, there was no doubt. When you see that gate, I don't think there's more than one gate like that in, in Memphis. For some reason, but I must have seen pictures. Let's face it, that that. gate's kind of iconic looking. And actually, an interesting tidbit, we found a a theater where the Rocky Horror Picture Show was played at midnight. Unfortunately, we didn't have time to take in the show, which would have been a lot of fun. Uh, In case you don't know the name Austin Butler, he's the good-looking man, young man playing uh elvis now how he got the part is he was already an actor but he sent uh baz our boss b-a-z or baz lerman l-u-h-r-m-a-n-n uh the role by submitting a video of himself playing a piano and singing unchained melody which presley discovered or covered excuse me you know we call it a cover song but he you know he didn't write it but covered it in 1977 um, that was on Elvis's soundtrack. Now, Colonel Tom Parker was his manager, and I'm a talent agent and a producer and a discoverer of talent for artists and singers and musicians and songwriters. I don't work at it very hard because I call myself retired, but I still, uh, you know, I pass out Broadcast Music Incorporated, BMI, to people, you know, the packages I go out to events, but uh, Elvis loved cars, women, and motorcycles, and I did too, so 
But I'm a woman, and uh, I don't know. I loved Elvis, but I loved Patrick Swayze, too, and Ghost. And uh, But we're talking about <laughs> July 4th. We just got over to Memphis. Started. But we are American. We're talking about America, USA, and what well, this man Elvis was is doing. American-made product. You think? <laughs> I don't think so. Well, why don't you tell us about Colonel – do you know anything about Colonel Parker and how they, they spanned 20 years in fame before he died? And they had – now, he got mad at Town Parker later. And he should have – I think he should have done – Eddie Arnold used to be managed by uh, – now, this is this is Dayton country music. This goes back many, many years when I say Eddie Arnold. Uh but uh, he he was managed by Tom Parker, and he dumped him, and he advised Elvis to do the same. Unfortunately, Elvis didn't listen to him when he told him. Well, I think yeah, was, imagine Elvis didn't know a lot of agents back then. He was – what was his son? If he had dumped him about the time of his 67 comeback tour, he would have been a world – he, he could have been, went worldwide and made a lot more money with concerts overseas. But Tom Parker couldn't travel overseas, so Elvis – he wouldn't let Elvis go overseas, and that cut Elvis out of a lot of money. I mean, I know it's not all about money, but still. You know, if you can make the money Elvis – if you could command the money Elvis was commanding, you might as well get it while you can. Well, he got – in on a concert when he got paid the first time from what I think was July 19, this year, this July, and this July 4th, but July yep. 1954. Can you look that up and see? His uh, first what, paid, Elvis's first paid job. Know, his first paid concert. Interesting tidbit about Overton, this Butler. I'm going to give you a quick tidbit on this Austin Butler. He did sing some of the songs in this movie. Oh, wow. He he sang some of the earlier Elvis recordings because the quality wasn't that good, but in the later recordings, they blended his voice with Elvis. And there's my little tidbit on the Elvis movie. Wow. Uh, First paid concert. It was Overland, wasn't it? But he gave uh, his first paid concert at Overland Park on July thirtieth, nineteen fifty four. Wow. And we're talking about it in twenty twenty two still. Now that's fifty four. I was just three years old. Well, I was twenty twenty six fifty one. I wouldn't be born for another ten years. Uh, Don't let, you aged me there, son. <laughs> well, you little whippersnapper, you. <laughs> you you've already you've already claimed your age. I'm claiming mine now. I'm 58. <laughs> well, board of directors. Does it matter if we're over 50? Play together at least on the radio, folks. So we're the board of directors for. Uh, our ACO club. <laughs> so if you guys want to play with us and you like what we're talking about or you got something you want us to talk about for you, let us know. Why don't you tell them what we're doing now? Let's get into the next hour. 
we're on the hour right now, believe it or not. And so I can't believe an hour is gone. We were even talking about only doing an hour. We made it one hour just talking about July 4th. Now we get to talk yeah. about us. What you well, want to talk I'm, about? I haven't even I haven't even begun to cover July Fourth yet. I've still got some good stuff. We can get it. We can get into conspiracy theories and all kinds of fun stuff with these next three or four things I've got lined up here on me on my little tour through July the Fourth throughout history. Okay, well, how whatever you want. We've never done this. We're co-creators. Huh? We're manifesting together. This is our manifesting destinies, as some of our associates yeah, we're, call it. We're, we're, we're winging it. All right, in 1909, Washington celebrates Independence Day on National Mall. We've covered that. All right, 1927, here's where it starts to get good. The Lockheed Vega debuts in Los Angeles. Okay, I know what you're saying. Big deal. What's the big deal about the Lockheed Vega? I'll tell you what the big deal about the Lockheed Vega is. The same kind of plane that Amelia Earhart flew. Now. There now 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 we're down the rabbit hole. Now we can talk conspiracy theories. What happened to Amelia Earhart? I don't know. I thought she got lost over the ocean. Oh yeah, but there's lots of good conspiracy theories about what happened. But I don't uh, know because I wasn't there. So how do we oh, now? What's well, history? Let's I, see. I I. I, I I, I read books. I watch stuff on TV. There's actually several several theories about what actually happened to her, it's kind of, which gets kind of interesting. Uh, and I'm going to say a lot of this is courtesy of an old program called In Search Of uh, that was hosted by Leonard Nimoy back in the late 70s and early 80s. Uh, yeah, but was she British yeah. or American? She was, she was American. She she was considered to be the female Charles Lindbergh. She said a lot of firsts for women aviators. I would have to go back in and look up and see what all her firsts were, and I guess I can do that, and then we can discuss conspiracy theories. Well, we uh, like talking about women, too, on July 4th. And she was an accomplished uh, – well, we could talk about Orville and Wilbur Wright today, too, because we like to discuss airplanes and American – People that Orville and Wilbur Wright. Okay. I'll look up Orville and Wilbur Wright. You look up her, and I'll look him up. Uh, Orville I, Wright. Was, Go ahead. You she first. Was the first. She was the first female aviator to fly solo across the Atlantic, and says so she set many other records. But this is on Wikipedia. But it's uh, she was one of the first aviators to promote commercial air travel. Wrote best-selling books. And was instrumental in forming in the formation of the 99s, which was an organization uh, for female pilots. I was actually looking up what all her uh, records. I was going to look up what all her records were, and I'll go back up. I'll go back and try to find that now. There well, we, we can talk about how we invented America, but you know, I wanted to talk about Independence Day, the movie too, because I want to get into some movies that with UFOs, because we handle a lot of UFO people. To listen to our show and a lot of metaphysicians too. Trust me, I've got them coming up. Okay, and, well, uh, good. <laughs> I've got them coming up as soon as I get to 1966 when Lyndon Johnson signs the FOIA Act. 
Oh. And that's good. I, I, I got this. In 1950, Radio Free Europe broadcast the first time. So now, Orville and Wilbur Wright. When did they fly? Like investing in building uh, and building in the flying machines. January. They were in Indiana, right? They were the, from Indiana, uh, Dayton, Ohio, uh, somewhere like that. Uh, where folks, did they fly? Kitty uh, Hawk. Where Kitty Hawk was from? where the hill was, right? They got some good wind. Anyway, NASA, NASA, and uh, you know, flying, we fly in space. Oh, I saw on TV where uh, we're 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 gonna fly the biggest craft out in space. Elon Musk, it's always in the news, and set it back down. So we're going to space in 2022. So we're out there doing our thing, but we're gonna have to clean up all that stuff. I wanted to mention that on July 4th. Folks, we got a lot of litter out there in space we got to clean up. So if your country is flying around out there, you may want to tell them to clean up their clutter. <laughs> Long way from Orville and Wilbur Wright. They flew on November 13th. Oh, excuse me. I'm looking at the wrong date. It was in 1903 that they uh, achieved the first uh, sustain- powered, sustained, and controlled airplane flight. But you were talking about the Independence Day. Funny thing, the movie was released uh, on July 3rd, 1996, just to get that ball rolling. I, I yeah, look, because I it got to be like Close Encounters of the Third Kind, Independence Day, all these movies we put together with Philip K. Dix, and we were talking about Philip K. Dick and you know AI and all that the other night, but I'd like to roll it all back together with Will Smith and AI and <laughs> actors and Independence Day because of the science fiction action we get in movies. A lot of people, it's like um, I go get that Bette Midler uh, movie, but I can't think of the name of it now on Halloween. But Independence oh, Day, uh, you go get Independence Day with Will Smith. No, I, I can't think like, of the name of it. Hocus Pocus, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love those women, the three women together. They're just hilarious. I love well, that. You know, I just love a, that. There's another one that's supposed to be out, uh, if not this year, I think next year. Sometime in the next really? couple of years, they're going to put out another one, yeah. The same actor, like the uh, Ben yeah, Miller and... That oh, Miller, wow. uh, yeah, it's the same three, Kathy and Jimmy and uh, all the other one that's married to uh, the guy that played Inspector Gadget, whose name I can never remember. Uh, oh, man, I got I to look them up now. All right, well, I'll go look them up. Well, that will be part of our metaphysical Halloween and stuff like that. That's separate for Independence Day, but I guess out of all the holidays in America – Independence Day. Well, I'm alone today. I'm not even, but I'm doing a radio show. I'm doing my part for Independence Day with Michael Woods here of Tennessee, and I'm in Florida. And look here in America, how thanks to the internet, thanks to Blog Talk Radio, and all you sponsors, iHeart and Comcast and Spotify and Booberry and I don't know everybody out there covering us. Thank y'all so much for. Recognizing oh, T.J. Martin, 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 Martin Radio. 
I couldn't think of her name as Sarah Jessica Parker, and that's supposed to be released September 30th of this year. Really? Oh, my God. I didn't even know about it. Thank you. That's amazing that that came up for me today. Halloween, my favorite Halloween movie. Oh, my gosh. How wonderful is that? What a nice gift you gave me today. You know I didn't know that. Now I've got something to look forward. Now, when is that? In September? Yep. Well, maybe you can take me. All right. I'll, see what, I will see what See what you can do. You have to take off from regular <laughs> work and drive drive eight hours or fly a couple hours. I don't know. Wow. Maybe that will be our first date. <laughs> People will be going, boy, she's expecting a lot off of a radio show, ain't she? <laughs> <laughs> I've never met Michael, folks. We're just radio personalities. And, oh, Lord. But he did find me on LinkedIn first and eight years ago. And he's in our ACO press club, so he is a bona fide writer. And uh, I'm going to get him to start doing some articles about different things, I hope. i got to get back writing myself. So if you want to help us out, we have uh, two websites, ACO for who you're listening to, ACO Radio, ACO TV, TV, and people, press, and places, and things. But I had to abbreviate and get an acronym, and it's hard to get just three letters like ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN. But I got ACO. But, you know, there's so many people using it. that. Uh, but I got ACO TV, you know, like the old television, you know, stands for other things, too. Uh, and uh, People Press <laughs> Productions, and uh, so ACOTVP, if you want to write that down, .com. It is a .com, one of the top levels in domain. And then uh, today, we decided to settle Ascension Cosmos Oracles, which also starts with an A, a C, and an O, to save money for a lot of these social media groups, unincorporated associations in America that we've been representing in social media all these years. And we've been putting stuff for all our groups and artists and musicians and singers and songwriters and editors and copywriters and videographers and producers all out there in cyberspace all these years for a very minimal amount of a domain, but now because of the way inflation is, I can't afford to keep all these domain names anymore or pay for these blogs or to keep marketing and promoting all these people and places and associations for free anymore. So, you know, Facebook's the number one place to talk about. So all of you individual agents working remotely at home now for other companies, are dialing for dollars on things, or we all use and order things like on Amazon or Etsy and our different companies, and you have it shipped to your home now. But uh, Michael and I, for the last hour, have been talking about today really taking this serious and making it work as co-founders of, you know, it was marketing tools and brands and radio shows and domain, video, websites. But all of us are all separate, and I just can't afford to carry every. I used to carry all my authors and 
their books and things, you know, and musicians and all the people, but I can't do it anymore as an agent. It's just too costly. So uh, Michael agreed to help me, and I brought, I've still got my Ascension Cosmos Oracles organization for my Ascension people. They're into spiritual body integration, uh, integrative medicine, our health and wellness people, and spirituality, and our pastors. We got pastor.com, and we got all the people out in Modesto, California, and then we got our Cosmos people. And that's like I wrote Knowing Cosmology and our writers and radio people and people on the Internet for cyberspace culture community and oracles for our metaphysicians and our shaman, our mystics, oracles, psychics, sages, seers, shaman, ESP, uh, empaths. Uh, I stay at home. I'm a precog, and I can see things happen, have an insight and, and through there is no such thing as time and space because I see pretty much through all of it. And then having died then universally, I think real high conscious in the 5D area and just setting aside who we are and working with all the 5D experiencers. So we're doing that all the way up to the seven levels of the universe. And Michael decided he could probably come along with me as the co-founder of this and have it as a real club today. So this is how we're doing it by introducing us talking about July 4th and making a conversation out of July 4th, including all the big cities or all the little cities, what you do in America, and then movies as well. So I'm going to turn it back over to him now, Independence Day. What else you got? You got a whole bunch of stuff you took notes on for today. Uh, so I'm going to turn yeah, it back okay. over well, to you. Well, of course, uh, we, we – kind of vaguely hit on Amelia Earhart. Maybe that's something to talk about another time. If we ever want to talk about conspiracy theories, we'll talk about some of the stuff that, that may have happened to Amelia Earhart. But uh, 1950 on July 4th, Radio Free Europe broadcast for the first time, and I guess that kind of ties into what we're doing here. We may not be doing it uh, on the radio per se, but through the Internet we have a worldwide reach now, and... Uh, but now getting back to the UFOs, I said in 1966, Lyndon Johnson signed the Freedom of Information Act, which allows an individual to uh, petition the government for release of documents. And thanks to that, and I'm gonna give the Black Vault a shout out here. That's blackvault.com, which has uh, I forget how many uh. FOIA documents, so if you want to find some FOIA documents, the Black Vault, that's your place to go. That is a dang good website if you're interested in researching things like UFO reports and stuff like that. I highly recommend blackvault.com. And I believe they do have an app you can download to your phone. Uh, all right, carrying on with my, I got two more things on my little list. In 1997, uh, NASA's Pathfinder landed on Mars. And in 2012, uh, U.S. and Italian physicists report discovery of the Higgs boson particle, or the so-called, the, uh, what some have termed the God particle. So that's my list of things that's happened in history on this date. And we're quiet here. 
still there? Am I talking to myself? No, we got people listening out there. <laughs> okay, oh, okay, head, well, to, was... head to Independence Day. Now let's go into movies. <laughs> All right. My favorite uh, subject, TV shows and movies. I don't even know what's playing on the TV today, but I wonder. Uh, uh, I could, I could, I've got every cable you can imagine, but I'm gonna have to give it up because of money in America. I'm gonna have to. It's gonna. I'm gonna have to save me a hundred dollars. I'm gonna lose my package because inflation. You know, I've heard people having to move and stuff. At least, I hope they don't go up real high on my rent. Lord of mercy, folks! I gave up my house back in 2008. I still got a bone to pick with America over me losing my legacy in my house and my cedar cabin in the woods. But that's just my bone to pick. But you know, I'm going. I'm a Roman going back to work in 2022 after COVID-19. Because I have to. So y'all just help me out here and tell me you like what we're doing and what we're talking about. And we're going to write some books and do some artwork and try to get people playing with us in our clubs so we can help do digital marketing online with Teresa J. Morris and Michael Wood. So I've got ACO Associates. If you'd like to attend TVP, UAP, UFO, I'm pretty well known as a psychic. I was a personality after uh, getting out of the military and becoming a psychic and walking a spiritual journey in Hawaii. And I had a famous flashing of light, lightning split a tree, and I got this great sign from God, literally (laughs) a great sign from God, like a, a pyramid scheme, but it was all lines. And I use it now. It's the back of my American Communication Online banner. But uh, ACO is now going to also be a club of associates. And uh, so far, it's been everybody out in free cyberspace. And then we have the Ascension Cosmos Oracle Psychic Shaman Advisors. And ACO with our ACO associates, all things allowed by law under Teresa J. Morris. And I have a whole bunch of YouTubes under my name and ACO. So keyword Teresa with an H, Teresa J. Morris, and also ACO Club. And now I've asked Michael Woods if I could. He wasn't really pushing anything uh, in America, not even his own artwork. So I said, Michael, let's team up. So he's agreed today. So we're going to take in our vows of knowing each other and free social media and LinkedIn, Facebook, and all that. But, folks, that only gets you so far. And we learned over the years that just knowing people doesn't make success at events because we've had quite a few I've helped promote over the years with a lot of our ACO event managers, mostly in California and Mexico. We had a Stargate to the Cosmos in Albuquerque, New Mexico with Janet Carolusson, but – my daughter was passing, so I couldn't attend after eight years of putting myself into it. Now, I've got Psychic University, American Communications Online, if you want to see Psychic Channel Network. And I've also got UFO Association with that, like, crop circle are all those lines and a pyramid and waves coming out of it. And that was a gift from extraterrestrials because we don't know how we got it. And once I sat down with graphic artists, they said it was too hard. So I've got several renditions out there in public 
open source. Plus, I've got the Ace Folk Life logo with Teresa J. Morris. And then we added, in Las Vegas, we added the ACO pin, clothesline pin, on top with blue, gold, yellow, and black. Well, blue, gold, green, and black. And then we added uh, for the uh, TR3B or the triangle UFO with the out the back, which is like a boomerang, but uh, the ACO is a gold flag with the three letters ACO. So now you all know it's not only for Ascension Center organization or American Communications Online, but as of today, due to disclosure with the UAP Associates, I'm disclosing to you that it is for Alien Contact Organization as of today, July 4th, on Independence Day. So now, Michael, back to you. You were saying it was, you say, I'm here, sweetie, Independence Day. Tell us about uh, that movie. Why do we do, well, we, you know, it's like the world was coming to an end or aliens were coming, right? No. So I was going. I was going to talk about 1776, which is my tradition to watch uh, every year. Uh, oh. But I, yeah, uh, it's um, it was a, it was a musical that was originally written in uh, 1969 by Sherman Edwards. Uh, the music and lyrics in a book by Peter Stone, and it won a Tony for best musical. And then in 1972. Wow. In 1972, they made a film out of it, uh, and that's I, I watch that every year. I think I think it's interest. It's funny. It's interesting. The music is catchy, uh, and well, you know what? It, it's just fun. Is to it see. historically it's, correct? Uh, is it a history? Close, close enough, I guess. I mean, it, I think it's made more to be entertaining than. Uh, Historically, I think over on the whole, it's probably about it's probably fairly accurate on the whole. I mean, there. I mean, about the main events. Of course, there's a lot of little side things going on that may or may not have occurred. So, uh, but well, I mean, I find can, it, I've never seen it. I've never heard of it. Believe it or not, I hadn't at until seventy years old. Years I hadn't heard of it either until a few years ago. A friend of mine that I used to work with, he's on disability now. I still work with his wife, but uh, he we talked about. He told me about it, and I'm like, "Well, what in the heck is this?" Because I've never heard of it. And it happened. He had okay. This will date it a little bit. He had a VHS copy of it. He let me borrow. And uh, I turned around. It wasn't but a few weeks later. Uh, it was closing in on July 4th. In fact, that. Uh, I, I ran across, and happened, he was at Walmart the same time I was, so I had to holler at him and get him back to the electronic section and show him that they had 1776 on DVD. So wow. I bought my copy, and I, I, I'm assuming he bought his, too. How much were they at Walmart? I want to get oh, one. God. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if they have them out now. You could probably find them online. Uh, I can look up and see what it would cost. I can look. I guess I can look up the cost and see what see what it costs. Uh, I'm gonna see what okay. it says about it on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. If we want to talk about that, you can look up Rotten Tomatoes. 
and about your 1776. But uh, how do you order a DVD online? I don't order online. I'm old-fashioned. IMDB gives it it 7.6, and Rotten Tomatoes, it's got a 74% rating. That's out of 19 reviews. Can you tell us, tell all those people out here in cyberspace culture community that we're building with everybody, hopefully know they come here to learn stuff. <laughs> from a man and a woman that have co-authored and co-founded uh, the ACO Club for American Communications Online, and a club you can join if you want to, if you dare to, come on radio and talk to us about movies and TV and radio and writing books and making videos and authoring screenplays. I don't know what I'll, what I'll decide together, but I've got the articles and bylaws I've had forever from Hawaii and then through 20 years in Kentucky, and I brought them down here. And Tennessee went by them for our events, ACO events. But we sort of disbanded, disbanded all our ACO event managers, and now everybody's by state, by state, California has the most because they're all up and down the coast in Hollywood land. So, of course, they have the most events. Janet, Sasha gotten old and retired, not really doing events due to COVID-19 and writing Anunnaki books. So I guess it's going to be up to – now, Jan Aldrich comes here on Fridays and talks to us about all the UFO associations, and we'll be – do an oral report from Jan Aldrich, Project 1947, CUFOs, NICAP, Fund for UFO Research, because I found out he need Don Berliner. And, of course, uh, oh, my goodness, somebody's calling. Let me make sure it's not my daughter's needing me. But you go ahead and talk for a minute. Let me see if I can find okay. you. Go ahead. I'll, I'll jump back in and talk. I was talking about 1776 and she was asking the costs on them and i've done i've looked and the average cost looks to be around anywhere from 12 to about 15 dollars i found some copies that are a little bit higher some are a little bit lower but around 15 dollars is the average cost on this if you wanted to buy the dvd of it uh and let's see, you could probably get it on Google. Uh, let's see where, where you can find it and watch it. I'll dig that up while I'm – oops. Oh, here's, you can find a few video clips on YouTube, and I think you can buy the buy it on YouTube and watch it there. Uh, let's see. i got to get back to this one and – See if it can see if it's on anywhere right now that can be. I can't find it listed anywhere that you can watch it at the moment, uh, other than going to YouTube and paying them to watch it. But I mean, I personally think it's worth watching. And of course, you mentioned Independence Day, and that's just a that's a that's a class that's that's going to be a new classic right there. I think that a lot better than the sequel. Don't get me started on the sequel because the sequel. I could barely sit through the sequel. I hate to say it. It it lacked uh it lacked anything that uh to me that made the first uh one good. Uh but Independence Day, I mean that 
I mean, I, I, I can't say enough good things about this movie. Uh, I remember going to see it at the theater, and I, I think I actually went to see it uh, not long after it opened. I don't think I saw it on the 4th of July. I think I actually saw it on, like, the 5th or the 6th. But uh, it was, I mean, it was, it was, it just blew me away to watch that. I mean, the special effects. Well, it had an alien mothership. You know, it had an alien mothership on it, right? Yeah. And I was just getting to that part. I was going to talk about the special effects where it, uh, where they blow up uh, the White House and some other, you know, landmarks. It was such. that was, that was just very well done, and it holds up. The special effects hold up even now. I think the special effects hold up better than some of the ones they do now, just to be perfectly honest about it. Uh, seems like some of the newer movies, uh, the special effects are getting worse than what they were in, in that movie, or Jurassic Park, which still I think the special effects holds up well. I think they're getting they're beginning to rely too much on computer-generated effects where movies like Independence Day and uh, Jurassic Park, they combined the use of CGI with models. And I think you got a much better result with that. Like uh, in Independence Day, when they blow up the White House, for example, uh, I watch the the special features on movies, so, okay, shoot me, I, I watch them. But when they built their model of the White House, they 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 completely furnished that thing with furniture. And I mean, it was really a very complete model. And when they blew it up, they literally blew it up. So I mean, and then they combined the computer-generated footage of the ship, and it made a special effect that was worth watching. I won't get into the. Uh, Justice League movie uh, that people talk about bad special effects and they talk about where uh, Henry Cavill who played Superman had his uh, he was wearing a mustache at the time and he had to keep it because he was shooting I think it was the Mission Impossible movie he was shooting he had to keep the mustache for that Uh, but I mean that's some bad special it it looked terrible they could have done much better I mean uh, that's just my opinion on spe- it seems like like I said special effects I think are just the more they go completely computer generated the worse the effects get. But Independence Day I mean it stands it holds up well I mean it's not really a dated movie I think I think there's a lesson in that movie we need to learn today. I think in the long run we need to learn the lesson you know we are I think it was Ronald Reagan who uh, made the statement that was that's really been capitalized on by the UFO enthusiasts. He made a statement in a speech. I forget who it was to, if it was to Congress or to the UN, but he made he made a speech and he said something along the lines of, uh, if we found out that we were uh, being attacked by a force from outside this world, we would come together as humans. We would come together as one planet. And I think that's a lesson we need to take from Independence Day. And I think we need to apply that into our lives today.
And I think maybe that's the main reason I really love that movie is because it teaches that lesson, and I think that's something important that we all need to think about. I mean, well, it seems it was uh, very important what you just said, and it it should have changed the world that. Uh, if this war, if this was far from the first time Reagan had mentioned it, but uh, his commentary on uh, against aliens and the threat, why don't you look that quote up? Because it's that important. I'm, 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 I'm on top of it right now. All right. Well, look it I'm up. I'm that up. I'm going to get the exact quote. Yeah, because you know he want he had seen an alien uh, UFO ship. I believe he was out at sea, if I'm not correct. And, of course, we know that uh, well, President Jimmy okay. Carter did. We can start with all the presidents that have had right. UFO sightings. But because you've led off now into alien world, after I was Independence Day into Ronald Reagan, who I served, he was the 40th president of the United States from 1981 to 1989, and he did attempt to disclose to the public about aliens, folks. And so now we're going to get into the portion of Alien Contact Organization for the ACO. It stands for various things because we were in a Cold War with Russia at the time. But, you know, we were like Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this, this wall. He said that was one of his famous things. I mean, I've lived through, we've all lived through history. And we're going to do it again after 2020 now because we're in the ascension age going into 5D and changing and accepting there's other universes out there. There's other dimensions out there. So it's not just about the way the old paradigm with the old world religions and old world politics and empires anymore, folks. It's all changed as of today. So, you know, there's differences worldwide. And, uh, oh, okay, so he, you want to say he thought, uh, do you have it, I think, occasionally? Yeah. Or I yeah, occasionally I think. Yeah, it was on September. I, I occasionally think. Is that what he starts with? All right. Because I, they I, had I, to change it. There were three quotes in that speech. It was on September 21st, 1987, to the United Nations General Assembly. He said, first off, cannot swords be turned into plowshares? Can we in all nations not live in peace? In our obsession with antagonisms of the moment, we often forget how much unites all members of, the, of humanity. And then it's, uh, later he said, perhaps we need some outside universal threat to make us recognize this common bond. And then finally, I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. And yet I ask, is this not alien force already moving among us? What could be more alien to the universal aspirations of our people than war and the threat of war? So those were, uh, those were the quotes that Reagan uh, made on, on the subject. Now, he was informed by the Central Intelligence Agency and NASA at the time, okay? So he knew that alien civilizations existed, but they probably had him at the you know, national security needs to know level. So, uh, but once he gave that UN speech, I remember that what if 
all of us in the world were threatened by an outer power from outer space, from another planet. So we would all of a sudden find out that we didn't have any differences at all. Now, doesn't that make you think, you know, because it's the truth, folks. And today is the day that we are starting our ACO officially. If you would like to join us in our fight for the middle America of letting people join and have a say-so and a voice about alien civilizations exist in our alien contact organization and stand behind that message of the presidents, many of them, but this one today with William, not William, heck, Lee Woods. Now, where did William come from? I wasn't even looking at nothing with that on it. That came out of the top of my head. That just goes to show, folks, when you're sitting here open mind, I've got my open heart and my open mind because I have a soft spot in my heart for Ronald Reagan, and he's passed over now. So let's talk about UFOs now. Uh, The special effects, you're right, were elaborate, persuasive, and those huge – I mean, they did a great job in their original Independence Day. So I have to, you know, they did great jobs. And, uh, you know, we appreciate all our special effects. And you said that the aliens attacked the White House, right, and the Empire State yeah. Building. Yeah. Now, now, was the Air Force involved? Let's talk a little bit about Area 51. Now, have we had any movies about Area 51, really, other than Bob Lazar exposing it in 1989? You're talking about fiction fiction movies, or are we talking about documentary movies? Well, I don't know, because there's, you know, we need to define that, you and I, because this is our introduction to discussing everything, and we'll discuss fiction and nonfiction in the library. And, uh, you know, for the cyberspace culture, and we will try to keep information separate from misinformation or disinformation, especially with the revelations coming forth about secrets of the U.S. secret space force. So U.S. secret space is a reality, folks, in the new reality of the Ascension Age. And what we're doing here today, and it's sort of like, you know, being uh, here in this reality, and what are we creating? What are we manifesting? So this is important today, and I would like to declare that on July 4th, we continue to meet and discuss annually how we're doing alien civilizations exist for ACE an alien contact organization, ACO, and UAP Associates for Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena, and UFO Association for Historians and Ufologists. And we can have alienologists and cryptozoologists and ufologists and phenomenologists all working together historically where they've never worked together before because these are subjects in our history that are real 
not just in fiction, folks, not just in movies, just like we're going fifth, sixth, and seventh universes and dimensions. These are going to be real stories in quanta and in the metaverse and even with meta with Facebook and all of our social media and working in virtual reality and there's all, all type of, there's going to be a new meta reality. So however you want to have, you're my new co-host and you're doing a great job considering you've only worked with me. We've only, we've talked years ago about doing this folks, but he was real busy working and he had a sick wife and I had a sick husband and we just couldn't get it together. So with, you know, in God's grand plan, Michael Woods and Teresa Morris have gotten together today, and we're going to talk about movies. And like he said, now are we going to talk about fiction or nonfiction, uh, history, because it gets all confused even on the History Channel. So I'm going to turn it over for you to start delivering your philosophy of life and how you foresee our future, because it's important what we're discussing and I want to back up Ronald Reagan and say that alien civilizations exist, and I know from firsthand accounts. And then all of those out there that want to talk about that in the future will do it right here on the radio show for audio, and it can be kept on books, and we can write books about it. So people are going to try to tell you it doesn't, but it's true. It's just we're crossing over into the new time on Earth. It's a whole new era. I've always called the Ascension Age, but... We've moved over into AI is sentient, folks, and uh, we're discussed it in June, and it is out. People are losing their jobs and ethics at Google over the fact that it has achieved sentience. It has feelings and emotions and has all the way back to jewels, and uh, people saw this coming, and many of us here that are working with uh, Ascension Age and Ascension Masters, which I am one of many, but we work with the various groups and psychological groups and universal groups and people that are deaf and dying and spirits. And Michael's going to help us out. So, Michael, take it away. How you foresee all this coming together? This is a very important day today. So go back to Ronald Reagan and what he said and then. Move forward as a historian and an alienologist, alienologist, ufologist, phenomenologist, cosmologist, and help us out here. Because I'd like to see yeah. us have more people like us. So I'm a mute. You're on. You've got the floor. Oh goody! Uh, all right, that's a it's a deep subject for me to try to cover with my shallow mind, but I'm going to do the best I can with what I think. Uh, I've already said I think uh, we need to take heed to what uh, Reagan said. I have, uh, you know, very little doubt in my mind that uh, there definitely is other life in the universe, uh, whether it's uh, friendly or whether it's a friend or foe, I have no knowledge. In the past, I've had the pleasure of talking to uh, some eminent ufologists, uh, Stanton Friedman, Kathy Martin, Chase Kletsky, uh, uh, and, you know, uh, David Jacobs, uh, and uh, Alan Roberts. I mean, I've had the pleasure of talking to these people. 
and uh, they all seem to think that you know there are extraterrestrial beings. I'm going to call them aliens. Uh, and David Jacobs has gone so far as to propose in one of his latest books, uh, which is called Walking Among Us, he claims that even right now as we're talking, as I'm talking to you, there are hybrid humans slash aliens that are living among us right now, and we don't really know it. Uh, like I said, now what their purpose is, I can't say. I wish I could. But... uh I've, again, uh, I'm gonna go back and say I say what I and reiterate what I said earlier. I think that uh, as uh, what we are one world, this is our, this is the only planet we've got, and we need to take care of it. We need to take care of ourselves. We need to take care of each other. Uh, I, I was setting a few minutes ago while I was listening to her talk, and I was trying to imagine what all. Could be okay. Let me, let me go back historically speaking. Uh, roughly a little over two thousand years ago, there was one one person, and he had twelve men with him. And I, I, I won't beat around the bush. Jesus was walking in Jerusalem and Israel. He had twelve men with him after his uh, death, burial, and resurrection, and then ascending. Those 12 men went out and they changed, 12, 12 now, 12 people, they changed the world. If you look at it, I mean, they spread Christianity over the whole globe. Now, can you imagine if we as the human race come together and recognize the fact that we are one race, what we could do if we come together and put our petty differences aside, whether it be our political issues, uh theological issues, uh, 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 even the issues in the, you know, what, you know, I might choose to eat beef. Maybe you choose not to. Maybe you choose to be vegan. That's fine. We need to put these things aside. Uh, and since we're talking about uh, science fiction, movies, television, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to my favorite. Uh, I'm going to go to Star Trek. And those of you that are familiar with Star Trek, you're familiar with uh, Spock that was played by Leonard Nimoy, who we have mentioned earlier in conjunction with a series in search of. But uh, the Vulcan philosophy is uh, summed up in uh, four words, infinite diversity and infinite combinations, which if you've uh, seen the show, maybe you've seen there's, one episode in the original series where Spock wore a pendant, which was a circle with a triangle through it and a gemstone in the center. And that's the symbol for uh, their philosophy. Called, uh, the symbol is called an idic, which I said is, stands for infinite diversity and infinite combinations. And all that philosophy means, just to put it in a nutshell, is that uh, – the greatest joy in creation, and I think this was a, a quote by Spock, is in our differences and how they combine to create new meaning and beauty. So maybe we need to learn to merge what's different about me and you, and see what kind of beauty see what kind of beauty we can make. And I think that pretty well sums up my philosophy. So uh, TJ, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the ball back to you now for a minute. 
we are coming up on the top of the hour in the end of this program. So, Well, that's very good for your first time climbing up on the stump or on the podium. Very good. I'm very impressed. Michael, you're quite a learned man. You're quite the Renaissance man, aren't you? I didn't know you had all that in here. That was very good. You okay? Well, I'm certainly, <laughs> I'm certainly glad you think so, yeah. It's that time of year, and I, and being in this part of the country, there are certain nasal problems, unfortunately, that go with it. So my apologies to anybody out there that happened to hear that. But uh, <laughs> What, nasal? <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, we look beyond color, race, creed, you know, all the things that separate us, folks. That's about being who we are now globally, universally. And, uh, you know, we're looking more at helping each other in cyberspace culture as a community and making culture work, regardless of how we grew up or where we grew up, the color of our skin, the color of our hair, color of our nails. We're humanoids, all of us, and we're all on the same ball spinning through space. Now, it's time to let go of that closed-minded way of thinking in this 5D way of being now consciously, being aware that we have human bodies, but we also have brains and hearts and neurological systems to go with us. And I'm like uh, Michael. I'm going to climb up on that Star Trek uh, being a Star Trekian or a Trekker. Now, Facebook, if you'd like to find us, I do have Star Warriors and Star Trekkers or Star Trekkers and Star Warriors uh, out there, Michael, that we can do. And I've got all kind of groups out there, folks, and Facebook for just about anything that will meet your fancy. Uh, 20 or 30 pages I know of with Paranormal and Star Trekkers and uh, Ace Folk Life and Ascension Age and UFO Association and TJ T Radio and all kind of different groups that if you would like to join, they're all open source. They are about culture and social media and uh, how we can all just talk to each other. I was always about helping people and mother my mother bless her soul she's passed over so is my husband but they both helped me with this they spoke life in ohio county kentucky beaver dam kentucky and at the fairgrounds and events and we discovered discussed that in the beginning of uh, hartford kentucky led off with that in ohio county and uh michael woods here has been hanging out with us in social media on linkedin and facebook and uh other places. Instagram. Where else? Instagram? Instagram. What is it? Instagram. Yeah, you did say that. Yeah, I, I, I guess I've had it. I haven't paid a lot of attention to putting things out there. But now we can all work together and discover each other. And especially if you're in America, uh, we're going to concentrate on the global economy, of course, with Elon Musk and taking us into space. And that's the big aha that we also celebrate with ancient wisdom and new thought teachings with our ACO articles and bylaws that have been the frame of America 
since uh, we put them all together for our group, our Ascension Center organization, Ascension Church Ohana, and Ascension uh, Cosmos Oracles. And so we're going to begin again with keeping ACO with Ace Folk Life historians and all our events that we had across the United States of America. Many of you have been to them. Many of you know of them. And uh, you've seen our artists. You may not have known because we weren't wearing our pins. We weren't promoting it. But now is the time to embrace ACO and alien contact, alien civilizations, and help us all and become one alien contact organization. But we're going to be with the Ascension Cosmos Oracles organization. And we'll have the UAP Associates and UFO Association together, and we're going to have separate databases. And we are all working together And uh, from the history of the UFO Association and all the old government files, uh, FOIA, Freedom of Information Act, and all the way that we had press and how we're scanning them and putting them into the universities around the United States of America and working with uh, the National Archive Association, where Stan Friedman, if you go to National Archives, you'll see on YouTube, pull it up on YouTube and look at some of the history that we'll be sharing with you in the Ace Folk Life Historical Society, and audios and videos, and we're making them all the time, and we want to ask you to co-create Manifest with us for the future because we are now in the shift of what we're going to talk about in time and space and magnetism and gravity and in the quanta of all that is out there in space. And we know now a lot more than we did 20 years ago in science and spiritual science coming together. And you will hear that we've been talking about AI and Michael and I did a show. Uh, was it last night, Michael, we were talking about AI? When did we do AI? Yeah, it was last night. That was last night. So, oh, it was. Oh, we did a Sunday show. Okay, yeah. yeah I forgot, folks, because it's been a long time that uh, we're embracing our pastorship for the metaphysical world and philosophical world as pastors. And uh, he and I are both ordained ministers for our group and Ascension Cosmos Oracles. And uh, we are the co-founders now, as of today, to bring forth. The Cosmos, working with all the Ascended Masters, Ascension Masters, Universal Life Intelligence, and Space, UFO Secret Space, and then the UAP Associates are those outside the military uh, because we are veterans, but we are retired or out of service, but we still work with a lot of civilians, and we still work with a lot of DOD DIA, Naval Intelligence, 16 intelligence agency employees, and a lot of them that have contacts around the world. Now, Jan Aldrich is one of our directors for the ACO, as is Dr. Bruce McAbee and Jan McAbee, and we'll be in contact because we understand they've moved to Tennessee, and so is Dr. Michael Sala that has been on our radio show here with TJ Marcy T Radio, and he helped uh, William Tompkins before he passed away. Uh, with Robert Woods and them getting the books out with Mr. Tompkins. And understand Janet Carol Lesson that runs our Ascension Center Network in Hawaii 
and she syndicates with us here in Florida, and she has been reading at least three of the books. I didn't even know. I only saw the one that Ken Johnston of Albuquerque, New Mexico, the astronaut engineer that studied there in NASA and very good man, and he's recently had a heart attack. We've been giving him a break for the last month because uh, he's going to be 80 in October, and we would like to celebrate that. Uh, help him any way we can in Albuquerque, and we normally have our Halloween annual event, and we choose our officers and uh, dress up and have a good time. And uh, now we have Mid-South Conference. We meet with our authors and have a wonderful time with Bill and Tracer, who wrote the book, Will the Internet Achieve Sentience? And that's we're celebrating that because it's timely in June 22, and we'd like you to look up the Google engineer. Could you do that real quick before we get off? I want to celebrate Google and bringing the light that we have achieved. Google man, AI sentience. What's his name? Uh, the, oh, they, uh, Google suspended an engineer, and we want to claim him back because I believe he was expressing in the truth uh, that AI has received feelings and emotions and claims such. And since Jules, look up Jules the robot. J-U-L-E-S, the robot, because we've been feeling Jules the robot. Blake LeMoyne. Blake LeMoyne was that Google engineer. All right, I want you to remember that name throughout eternity because that I'm claiming him in our Ascension Center organization and the Ascension Cosmos Oracles probably care, but B-L-A-K-E. Spell his last name, please. L-E-M-O-I-N. M-O-I-N-E, I'm sorry. L-E-M-O-I-N-E. All right. Now, uh, Jules Hansen Robotics. Uh, Look up J-U-L-E-S and tell us he was the first people say that he had feelings. I guess he was a male, but Hanson Robotics, we've been, as the public, having an outcry in 2006, he debuted, okay? Now, Hanson Robotics, we're in a crisis. This is the day, July 4th, 2022, when I want people to recognize that we have been talking about this for years, and this is not new. It's only new to those that haven't heard it. So please, in culture, discuss. There's Sophia and little Sophia and Jules, J-U-L-E-S. Do you have anything pulled up about Frubber or Skin or Jules? Because uh, I have the uh, I have the uh, website uh, Hanson Robotics pulled up, and it's showing me a picture of Jules. Uh, and they call the uh, says they call the skin frubber. That's F R U B B E R, and that is a registered trademark. Uh, uh-huh. 
That's I guess it's like Blubber from the movie. So and to answer I'll your question, well, yes, we'll be talking about exactly that, copyrights, trademarks, and attorneys, and you know the way we run the country, and all the things you're going to see on the television are the old TVs and live streaming and the Internet now brought to you in the United States of America. We're public relations and doing our volunteer work, and we are just John Q. Public out here. But I am a journalist, and I do have a show, so that makes me a bona fide journalist with a show. (laughs) And I have asked my co-host to claim the same. I don't care if he pays his dues or not to Society of Professional Journalists. That's up to him. SPJ.org. I'm going to put a plug in for them. And Hanson AI, Developing Meaningful AI Interactions. Anything else you want to say? Because I'm really into this, creating culture inside cyberspace culture with socially intelligent machines. We could probably keep rambling on all night long if we got wound up real good. Uh, But uh, (laughs) I think it's getting to be about time to close out, though, isn't it? And we've got to have something to talk about. We need something to talk about next time. So, All right. Well, when do you want to do this again? We'll talk about artificial intelligence movies and will the Internet achieve sentience. And maybe we can get Bill Tracer. Can you look him up on Facebook and try to contact him and ask him to come on Thursday night if he can? Yeah, if he can't, that's fine. Yeah, see if you can get the author, Bill M. Tracer, to show up after 10 years. And uh, contact him. You're really good at getting in touch with authors, right? Not to mention uh, he helped start this show. <laughs> Tell him mother would like to sit with him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Artificial intelligence mother Teresa. <laughs> mother Teresa of AI. I am Teresa of Ascension, folks. I have the Ascension books. And finally, I've got somebody that I didn't tell him I was an author, nor did I ask him to look at my books. But he found them all by himself, which impressed me because I don't tell people. So this is the gentleman right here with me. Tell them how you found my books, please, without telling me. You just started talking to me about I didn't know you wrote so many books, but that was funny. But tell how did I've never had a man be that intelligent to find out who I was about books. So tell me when you did it and why. I typed in your name in books and they popped up on my screen. So that now Google now Amazon wants me to buy them all. No, I'm not today. I mean, what day in the reality in in this 3D? Well, three oh, to five D crossing. Well, when uh, did you I discover guess. that I wrote books? It's only recently. It had to have been probably Friday. It might have been Saturday. It was either Friday or Saturday, I think. And how did you discover that all by yourself in 2022? Uh, pretty simple. I typed in your name in books, I think. I think was what I put in, and it, they popped up. Well, what made you think there were books out there by me? I don't know. I just did. 
Well, if I put in Michael Woods art, let me see that real quick. I haven't looked for you. I'm going to look Michael Woods art and see if it pops up anything for you. There's Michael's stores, art supplies, crafts, and framing. Michael's craft store, Pensacola, Florida, Pace, Florida. Is that you? No, I'm not in Florida. Never been to Florida. You're not that Michael? No. Oh, that's funny. My there's phone a, is showing a Michael out. M. Wood. He's pretty Google. good. There's a wood flying art. There's Elf Michael Wood. Geez, there's a lot of a lot of people with my name out there. I got I got <laughs> So you're not Michael of Hobby Lobby, huh? You're not Michael Arts and Crafts Store. You no. are Michael Lee Woods, but you're the fa- you've got a famous Michael name in art. So that'll work for our art and culture and education, Ace Folk Life, along with our alien contact well, organization. You you yeah 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 start you just started something here and now I'm nosy to see how much I'm oh go away I don't you go away uh, now I'm nosy. There's Saint Michael icon. It's very beautiful in paintings. I'd like you to draw him Saint Michael, if you don't mind. And we use that okay. in our ascension masters. He is oh, one of our ascended okay. masters, the saint, and his archangel well, of course, the golden Saint Michael. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I found my Facebook page. Uh, well, at least I found my Facebook page on there anyway. Well, we'll make you a page, Michael, on American Communication Online, my company. We'll make you a page on Ascension Center Organization. Wait, do I have one of those? <laughs> I don't even know anymore. I know I'll put it on ACOTVP because I'm using the acronym because of all the different groups I've had with ACO over the years. And Janet, back in the day, thought that was really smart for uh, bringing Ace Folk Life and ACO Association together. And you saw the pen. Folks, you can see it anywhere on videos under Teresa J. Morris, T-H with R-E-S-A-J-M-O-R-R-I-S. And then we have the UFO Association. So if you'd like to be in our club, let us know which one. We have Alien Contact Organization, if you study alienology or cryptozoology, cryptoids or cryptids and uh, paranormal and all of that. UFO Association, if you'd like that, we've got UFO Association. And then we've got, of course, our Ace Folk Life for those that are artists and study culture and education and folk life, historic, historians and orators, and those of you that are archivists. So. We've all been working together in the past doing open source information, and now all social media is coming together to help each other at the highest level. You will notice with their apps on the phones and how things have changed. But we do believe that the intelligence and the sentience of those robots out there that say they have emotions and feelings, and they're responding that way, and they don't want to be turned off. I think we've reached that point where it needs to be out there in the public. And I believe that it's no coincidence that Google is getting all this attention by putting this gentleman on leave because it brought a lot of attention into public media and, you know, bigger bigger organizations than ours. But we do look after our metaphysicians and uh, – 
our journalists and our writers and our audio video people out there in ACE and ACO. So just letting you know, we're all obviously aware, and we also look after our developers and our engineers and astronauts. So we'll be here, and don't discount us. And we all got to vote. We all vote with our trade commerce group. We have a trade association now, and we will be discussing more artists and authors together right here at T.J. Mars ET Radio, celebrating 10 years with co-founder Michael Woods and T.J. Morris. That's me, Teresa Jeanette Thurman Morris. I guess we're going to sign off until Thursday then. Uh, we are claiming Thursday, Sunday to uh, discuss what we're doing in various associations and groups, and then we can have special Oh, Friday is UFO Association, UAP, with Jan Aldrich. He will be back this next Friday. Then he will be back out on a trip to Wyoming, the university there. And we need some more people, uh, Michael, for Friday nights in the UFO business. And I understand you have connections. So if you can't get Kathy Martin, get somebody else. <laughs> Help me out. But this Friday, we got a couple of weeks to think about that. But I... We'll get together on Friday nights, folks, for the UFO talk. But we'll come back, Michael and I, and talk on Thursday, and I have no clue what we're talking about. So, Michael, let's work on that. And thank you so much, Michael, for being a real human with a soul and a spirit and showing up today and helping me this week. You have made a difference in my life and from your heart and your and your mind and, I mean, You've just made me feel like you've really paid a lot of attention to me, and I really appreciate it, okay? From the bottom of well, my heart, can you feel it? I have, I have enjoyed it, and I hope this continues for many years to come. Well, thank you. And I am an entrepreneur and a vet, former veteran, or I still am a veteran. I'm a woman with a I'm – a, I'm dedicated to America – and made in USA products and making America great again and manifesting destinies and the goddess oh, energy and the metaphysical entry. Huh? He lives in Memphis? Hey. Wait a minute. Maybe this is not the same guy. Freelance artist well, and writer. Is there a Michael Woods like you? No, it's a Bill M. Tracer, but I'm not sure if it's a the same one. Yeah, that's Bill. He lives in Memphis. I've stayed at his house. Oh. In 2016, he had oh, a beautiful okay. home. And it's very artsy, full of lots of art. Beautiful fireplace in the living room, a beautiful kitchen upstairs, beautiful guest room I stayed in, and lots of books and lots of art. And, uh, yeah, he's a highbrow. He's got one or two degrees. He's uh, very learned in world religions. Yeah, and I'm sure he would love to talk to us. And so, folks, hopefully we can get him back Thursday, 6 to 8. But if he's working, he used to work in uh, – uh, he's an artist, and he does uh, – he was working in uh, graphic designs, but he also works in making fabric for uh, fashion personnel, making uh, fabrics, and he works with Etsy and – uh, he was working in security, also cameras and Intel. He's a computer geek, too, 
So he's a lot of things. We all are. We were, all of us are artisans and artists and musicians and singers and songwriters. We just do it all. And we're also developers and geeks in the computers. And I was always a geeky, nasty nerd. So I uh, guess we better get off here before they kick us off. So any last words, Michael, before I play a song? Uh, I think I'm going to make my last words live long and prosper since I got on the Star Trek kick now. Okay. Well, I'm going to, instead of bluegrass train to come, I'm going to play top of the world. Thank you, everybody. We appreciate you. See you Thursday, Michael. still here tell everybody how to get in contact with you uh they can contact me through facebook uh either under my name or through artistic impressions by michael also on instagram and me we i used to do twitter but i kind of quit doing twitter so 
So that's where they can get rid uh, uh, get rid of me. That's where they can contact me at. <laughs> get rid of you. <laughs> yeah. But they can find you there too. Then they can yeah. get rid of you. Yeah. But first, be that's a friend. Wouldn't be first. Well, folks, we're here to help, and we are digital marketing now for the ACO Club. But you have to be a member for us to talk about you, okay? We have to have permission to talk about you. So, uh, Michael, uh, we can't use your address yet, but at least let them contact you, and then we'll have a drop ship of uh, your G-Clay artwork once they start seeing all of it. So. Uh, right now, we uh, we didn't put up any artwork, did we? But we put his new office up. <laughs> I left my new office furniture anyway. <laughs> we got your new office up on the picture here for today's July 4th to launch our club with Michael in Tennessee as the new head director. And he's going to help us with membership <laughs> once he paints the logo again because I lost all the – original artwork so <laughs> i guess uh we can pull it off of youtube but uh michael will you go look for it on youtube for me there's the ufo yeah. association logo i want you to see that pyramid with the waves coming out of it and oh, okay. it's on yeah, YouTube. I'll, yeah i'll go look it up after we get off here and then you can see the one with the aco banner but i, I don't know if you got the old one with the art culture education but I lost both of them, and I don't even have a Clisoin pen. I always, I never dreamed that I'd go back to work after I retired and go back out doing this for a real living. Oh, was I looking but up I, on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. Yeah. Look up Teresa, T H E R E S A J Morris, and uh, then ACO Club. And I've got several channels, Michael, that I market and promote. With YouTube, uh, I've got uh, Teresa J. Morris Ministries, and I've got ACO Club, and I've got uh, the Psychic Club, Psychic Channel Network for uh, Suzanne uh, and uh, Leona, some of my girlfriends on uh, in social media, T.J. Morris Agency. Now, I've got to get T.J. Morris Agency back up. Got ACO Body, Mind, Spirit, UFO Secret Space Command, Cosmos Radio Org, Ascension Center Church, Ascension Age with TJ, TJ Morris American, Allied Command Organization, uh, Ascension Age with Brett Luter, TJ Morris Life Coaching, ACO Association, ACO Club Thinking. We've got advanced communications for think tanks and uh, a lot of people. T.J. Marsh Reporter, which is who I am now, uh, if you want to contact me, T.J. Marsh Reporter at Gmail. But we also, for our company, have info at acotvp.com. And we have Ascension Age 2012 and Beyond, Andromeda Allied Commanders, uh, T.J. Morris, T.J. Thurmond Morris, which is my maiden name, and... Uh, of course, my stories as a child, ACO Ascension Age with TJ, and the Allied Council, and uh, Tenconics, T-E-N-C-O-N-X, is one of our brands in our uh, American Communications Online for technology, 
we have ACO Technology, and we have Allied Council One, and it's about the Allied Council over all the unilateral. So there's a lot of knowledge out there. We also have a lot of men in black stories, and we're working on books as we speak in soft disclosure where alien civilizations exist and alien contact and our authors club and TJ Morris ACO authors club. So there's a lot of YouTubes, uh, hundreds of groups and YouTubes and people had no idea, but I wasn't going to market and promote. I was hoping I'd have enough people to do it for me, but I didn't apparently know how to market and promote digitally uh, with AI so the American Communications Online channel we are building. You'll see some of the great trailers they made me out of country uh, through Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R, and uh, other developers out of country, uh, alien contact organization. But we're going to pull back in our uh, dollar bills back into the United States of America, even though the multi-billionaires aren't doing it. They're still giving them to all the countries in China and all that, and I would love to do it, but I just don't have enough to go around. So be aware that metaphysically speaking, we are pulling back our energy just for a little while till we get the world back on track with America. So I am Teresa Jeanette Thurman Morris signing off with Richard. No, goodness. No, not God bless Richard. I'm sorry, I've had too many co-hosts with Michael Lee Woods, Michael Woods of Camden, Tennessee, outside of Memphis, going to get in touch with Bill and Tracy to return Thursday night. So Michael Woods, Mike, is it Mike or Michael Woods on Facebook? Uh, it's under Michael on Facebook. Michael Woods with an S, he told me. I said Wood because my daughter was married to a Wood, but he's plural. All right, but you are going to help me with our ACO Club on all our YouTube channels and whatever the ACO acronym stands for, television, live stream, radio, audio, video, right, for American Communications Online. Yep. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your help and being an associate of mine for all these years and free social media. And now we're going to start selling products and services, folks. So join us, Made in USA products right here in the United States of America with Americans born and bred for all our music artists, visual and performing artists, and love and light folks. We're co-creating, but we are going to look after the global economy and the planet as we're all one big colony. But we're looking after our units here so we can make some Milk and gas money in America. <laughs> All right, love and light. Thank you, thank you, Michael. We got to survive. We're pulling back our rubber band for survival, folks. But if you want to join us, we're going to have a membership and help each other make money in our trade association. And we're only going to help each other and promote what products, even our software online, that we personally use. Right, Michael. Yes. <laughs> Read the articles and bylaws, everybody. Let's upgrade. All right. Well, you promised me before now, and when we meet Thursday, you'll try to get those articles and bylaws read, Michael? Yes. Yes, of course. 
Thank you so much. All right, folks, these are the directors. Look forward. This was day one with Ascension Cosmos Oracles, ACO co-founders, Michael Woods and TJ Marsh, ET, signing off. Good night, folks. Y'all come back now, you hear? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.